I was gonna say Magic Carpet, Tree of Life, Disney right. Bingo, oh, no, Celebrity. No. Listen, they can't complain about the Tree of Life, Brian. That's biblical, okay? Uh, okay. <laughs> back everybody to this week's bonus episode of the dcl duo podcast brought to you by my path unwinding travel and we got a three-peat guest sam three-peat guest i know i'm super excited because this guest has become one of our friends uh she happens to be a travel agent with my path unwinding travel as brian said this is her third time on the show she's so fun to chat with in fact we just spent the last 20 minutes chatting before we started recording i have to confess (laughs) but let's welcome ganesh to the show Hello, everyone. Good to be back. Good to be a three-peater. I'm always excited to be on this show. I'm very excited to talk about the our topic today, but great to be here. Well, we're excited to chat with you because we love to do comparisons between Disney Cruise Line and other cruise lines. And I'll tell you, one cruise line that has consistently intrigued us and we've heard from other people is really amazing is Celebrity Cruise Line. And we're going to do a little bit of a comparison today. Celebrity, I don't know what the product is called, but Celebrities concierge equivalent versus Disney concierge to just get a sense of what the two are like. Ganesh, before we dive in, give people your street creds in terms of cruising and, you know, how many cruises have you been on? How many celebrity cruises? How many Disney cruises? Yeah. And and by the way, it's called the Celebrity Retreat. So they don't Ah. call it concierge, although they do have a so-called shoreside concierge, which is equivalent of what they do for Disney Cruise Line as well. But all right, street cred. I, I don't even, I've probably been on at least 10, 11, 12 cruises, I don't know, total in my life. Um, started cruising as a teenager with my family. We actually started with Carnival. So but <laughs> anyhow, definitely was gone, gone, uh, gone away from, <laughs> from them. You know, it's just not my style anymore. But anyhow, been on Holland America, Princess, Royal Caribbean. I've cruised on all five Disney ships on concierge level, all five Disney, uh, Disney ships. And this was my first celebrity cruise. So there you go. This is your first celebrity cruise? Yes. And wow. Amazing. Which which yeah. ship was this on? This was the Apex. So the Apex is one of three at this point in this in their Edge series ships, which are the newest, kind of nicest ships that they have out. I guess the first ship was Edge, then Apex, then the Beyond, which just starts sailing this year. And next year, I believe, Ascent is going to come come out. So that that'll be the last in the series for the for the Edge series of Celebrity. Cool. What made you choose Celebrity in particular? Why Why did you decide to try Celebrity? I really was intrigued by just the design of the ship. The I don't know if you've seen pictures of it. The, the Edge Series ships have this thing called the Magic Carpet. I just something about that. <laughs> <laughs> this looks really cool. So what, just to explain what that is, it's this cantilevered, um, I don't even know what you call it. It's like this platform, I guess that they use as a bar space. And sometimes they do meals and it can go up and down like an elevator on the side of the ship and it's open. I was just very intrigued and just got obsessed over it. And then just always known that celebrity has been great with food. I want to say I'm a foodie, but I do love food. So <laughs> I definitely wanted to check out what how that, how that would be. And also, you know, we've done all the Disney ships and 
you know, my son's getting older. He's now 11 and he's never been a kids club person. We're definitely Disney people, but he's never mm-hmm. been one to go to the kids club. I felt like he's fine at the age where we can feel comfortable in a more adult setting or mm-hmm. at least not feel like we go to a, re- you know, any type of restaurant or whatnot and feel like, oh my God, you have to be quiet. You got to be quiet. Hurry up, hurry up. You know, that, you know, that whole feeling where you feel like you're being right. washed because you have a kid with you. The celebrity, celebrity is kind of known to be a little bit more sophisticated, definitely a lot less kids. Um, mm-hmm. And I, we can go and talk a little bit about that later. But that was basically what prompted it, just to try something different and new. And I'm all, I also love the whole ship within a ship concept. So the retreat is their version of concierge. So kind of trying to see what their level of service is, what, to, what they have for their staterooms and what they have for their lounge and sun deck, things like that. So I wanted to kind of experience that in a different form to see like, okay, so we're paying all this money for DCL concierge. What does the retreat have to offer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that magic carpet is really kind of an interesting design choice. I think they also use it for tendering. Uh, yes. They have the ability yes. to use it for tendering on on days that they can't get into port. I'm super excited to hear about this because Sam and I, our only experience on Celebrity, which is now, I don't know, Sam, is it 15 years old at this point or something close to so that? It's close. So our first Celebrity Cruise was for our wedding. And that was this summer. It will be 15 years. For our honeymoon in air quotes. Sure, sure. Yeah. Not, we didn't get married on the ship. It was after yeah. our wedding. I mean, it was a celebration of our wedding. So it was a couple of months after our our wedding, So, which this summer will be 15 years. And then we did take another cruise on Celebrity two years later. So our most recent experience on Celebrity is at best 12 and a half to 13 years old. And this was big. Before you had kids, too, or you had your kid. Right? Yes, before we had Nathan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nathan's only nine. So this yep. is, yeah, this is, and it was definitely, as you have described, a sophisticated environment, definitely a luxury brand. And there were almost no children. We were also on two, two the two cruises we went on were longer itineraries. So they were a Panama Canal cruise and a Hawaii cruise, both of which were approximately two weeks. So really almost no children on board on either of those cruises. But again, we were young, double income, no kids at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep. Well, and I was going to say our experience was in that kind of ship within a ship concept because my parents would- Yes, it wasn't the the retreat at the time, but- yeah. yeah, they did not have that concept, but yeah, it was butler service and uh, mm-hmm. that sort of uh, higher end suite concept. So I'm I'm really interested to hear what it's like today. Before we get to that, I would love to know what itinerary you went yeah. on for this. Yep, uh, we actually did an Eastern Caribbean itinerary. So it's yeah, favorite. So it's, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> we love it. We we did that on the Fantasy, and we actually returned to one of the ports. Um, so basically, it started in Fort Lauderdale, so Port Everglades, and then it we had. Yeah, we had one day at sea, and then we were at San Juan, Puerto Rico, and then we were at British Virgin Islands, and then we were at St. Kitts and Nevis, which was a totally new destination for us. And then two days at sea. Uh, This was the week of Thanksgiving, by the way. So it was a holiday sailing, which was really nice as well. Awesome. Well, let's start with the pre-cruise experience, Ganesh, in terms of the retreat. And how does that compare to, you know, Disney concierge? The booking process is the same, you know, for Disney as everybody else when you book concierge. Although I guess the question would be, uh, I know deposits are non-refundable if you book Disney concierge and then you get access to shoreside services. So what was that pre-cruise booking and planning experience like if you're in the retreat? It was a little less 
intense. <laughs> I, mean, I know that a lot of a lot of concierge cruisers, there's like certain deadlines and dates and, oh, I have to get my cabana cast away. can there's like, there's a lot of stuff that people worry about or that they want to get, so to speak. And it gets very stressful for people, uh, myself included. So it was a lot less intense. Well, first off that the deposits are not non-refund. I mean, they're non-refundable if you book that type of fare. So the way the fare work with Celebrity or Royal Caribbean, for instance, their sister companies, you can pick a fare where you can have a refundable deposit, but it costs more for the total cruise fare. We chose to go with the lower, uh, with the cheaper fare. So the deposit is non-refundable. However, similar to Disney, you can uh, move it to like a future sailing, that kind of Mm. thing. So that part was easy. That was fine. They don't have the whole, like, you know how, for instance, for Castaway Club members, or if you haven't sailed at all, there's certain days out where you can book your Mm -hmm. excursions and all that. They don't really do that. It just kind of just shows up. Like you just kind of have to keep looking for it. Like they don't say, oh, everything opens at 365 days. You can start doing none of that. You just kind of, you download the app and you just keep checking it till it shows up, which is kind of interesting, which is maybe that's good because then not everybody's like in this big, (laughs) wanting to like push to like get what they want. And and honestly, I didn't know much about like, well, what should I do? What is there? Well, they don't have a private island. So there's none of this like, oh, I got to get a cabana or -hmm. what should I do there? It's more about, okay, do I want to book an excursion? These were destinations that we've been to before, except for St. Kitts and Nevis. And yeah, I researched it. And, you know, I actually only did like one excursion through the ship and then one we did on our own. And then Puerto Rico, we just went to Old San Juan and walked around on our own. But in terms of like the service beforehand too, like their shore side is, we got an e. I think we got, I got an email maybe about 45 days prior, say, or maybe even less than that. But I knew, I already knew about them. So I was already calling them, <laughs> just asking questions and stuff, just wanted to understand it a little better. But they were very, I mean, it was usually pretty easy to get through there. You didn't have to wait too long to do that. And everyone was very helpful. Um, you put in requests and, and these are requests like, oh, I want, you know, oh, we're celebrating a birthday or you know, something like that. Or I'm mm-hmm. doing the, uh, we want to have this type of beverage in our room or something like that. I felt like there were, I didn't really have to request too much. Honestly, I, I don't know what it is about Disney Cruise Line and like, <laughs> you have to, it's like a long list <laughs> of things you have to do. We were just talking about this on our last episode. I think I commented on our last episode that like, I just want to eliminate the rope drop culture from Disney Cruise Line, right? Because at the parks, you got to get there early to get your rides in. You got to get online to get your dining done. Like it's, it's created this culture and mindset that I was just saying that on our last cruise, people lining up 10, 15 minutes before dinner to get into a dining room. And I'm just sitting there going, I'm going to enjoy my drink. I'm going to go enjoy, I'm going to go enjoy my drink for another 25 minutes because nothing happens in the first 20 to 30 minutes yes. in the dining room. So yeah. Oh, Brian, please. You are you are singing to the <laughs> choir here because I don't get it either. Like I, I personally am not a rope drop person when it comes to anything. <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm like rolling in whenever I'm like, okay, what's the latest we can get to the park? I'm not like, yeah, you know, going to the park at noon, but still it's like, we're not, that's not our style. Sam is like elbowing me in the morning in bed when we're at uh, Disneyland <laughs> or just getting up and making a lot of noise. And then, you know, it's like, oh, I guess it's six o'clock in the morning and we need to head to the the back gate. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't do that, though, for like dinner on the ship. Like I want to get no. to dinner at, on time, but I don't need to get there like 20 minutes early. I, don't like, I, I generally am an on yeah. time. Yeah, I'm generally an on time person. Like, but I, I do 
when it comes to cruising on board, I do get to certain things early, the things that I know I want either a good seat for, or I know they're going to fill up. So, you know, there are some things I'll show up early to, but not early, like an hour early, early, like five, 10 minutes early. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And this is what it's, that's the that actually is such a great thing that you said, the rope drop culture, because there's none of that on this ship. I, I mean, I was in some of these Facebook groups just researching it to, you know, retreat and like celebrity apex. And you ask questions, but it's none of this like hysteria over like, when do I have to do this? And how do I do this? And everyone just kind of freaks out. I feel like I, mean, I, I love Disney Cruise Line, but that's part of the thing that kind of drives me crazy how people just get so intense over what is their vacation experience going to be like? I'm like, just relax. You know, if you're going on a Disney cruise. <laughs> Just enjoy it. Well, but relax because you're going on a cruise. That's my point. Like, you know, it's a cruise. It's supposed to be relaxing. And I guess, Sam, to your point about being on time, let me just say, uh, dinner doesn't start without you. They're not putting plates down on the table until your party's there. And I I agree with being within the time frame, because if you show up a half hour, 45 minutes late, you're really putting a lot of added stress on your serving team because they will have already completed the appetizer course for every other table except for yours kind of thing. But I think if you're within, you know, 10 minutes to even maybe 15 minutes of your dining time, you're not throwing anybody off because they'll just go take care of the other tables and then come to you. So uh, anyway, good I want to know about uh, what, what kinds of things can you request in advance through Shoreside then? I find it fascinating, by the way, because you mentioned that their sister companies, Royal Caribbean and, uh, and Celebrity, that they don't have a way for Celebrity to stop at uh, Perfect Day, but neither here yeah. nor there. What kinds of things can you request through Shoreside in advance? If you have a celebration, if pillows, there was a pillow menu. I think I requested stuff, but I don't even know if I think they gave us the pillows, but I think they actually gave the pillows to my son because it looked like, oh, he's got the one that looks like a wedge shape. I didn't care. It wasn't a big deal. But like, there's the pillow menu. There's the what drinks do you want in your fridge? I I mean, those were the main thing. I I can't even remember. I felt like there was an email that came to me and just whatever you want. And, and, you know, if you have all just ask us. And so I guess anything and everything that you could request otherwise with Disney, you could probably do the same with celebrity as well. I don't think that there's any necessarily any limits on it. We're not big. We're not big requesters anyway. So that's why I probably didn't go too, too deep into it. Is there anything unique about the rooms here? So is it is it like the Disney model where there's rooms set aside as concierge or is it essentially a standard stateroom and you're getting access to special services like or is it that the larger staterooms get is how do they calibrate the rooms I guess? They actually have way well at least for the edge series of ships they have a I I feel like a maybe a larger variety of suites and some of which are absolutely massive and they have kind of different, well, they have the retreat, but they're kind of different levels to it in terms of what perks you can get. The like equivalent of a Royal suite is what they call the iconic suite. And it's like really, I mean, almost 2000 square feet is just massive. We actually booked a few, <laughs> definitely a few levels down from that. We were in the, um, <laughs> the, the celebrity suite, which is interesting because I was trying to compare it to, because we have all sailed in the one bedroom suite on all the ships for Disney. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to compare it. And so interestingly enough, the celebrity suite is actually smaller than the one bedroom suite. I was looking at the square footage of this ahead of time. And I, the one bedroom suite on 
Disney, most of the Disney ships is just over 600 square feet. And that includes the veranda. They don't tell you specifically how big the veranda is, but I, I estimate it's probably like 100 square feet just for the veranda. So maybe 500 square feet for your room. The celebrity suite is 400 square feet and has 100 square feet for the veranda. They actually tell you how big the veranda is. So it was smaller. It only has one bathroom, but it's a bathroom that has you can access from the living area. So that was kind of mm-hmm. nice for our son. So you don't have to come through the master bedroom. The room, right. Yeah. So like a Jack and Jill door. Yeah, sort of a Jack and Jill, but the bathroom is much smaller. So overall, like it's different. So I guess there, there are different levels of suites. I guess the lowest level, we were kind of right above the lowest level suite up there. There's something called the Aqua Class Sky Suite, and then there's a Sky Suite. All of these have access. I believe they all have access to the retreat. Let me double check that. My memory of the Sky Suites is that at least the ones that we saw and have stayed in, they're almost like a family veranda suite on Disney Cruise. They're labeled sweet, but they're much more comparable to that. Yeah, they're more comparable to that. Exactly. Yeah, Sky Suite is the lowest. Then there's the Aqua Class Sky Suite. Basically, it's the same. It's basically like a standard concierge brander room basically but what is aqua class you get special perks where you get access to the spa like different spa perks um and you get access to the special spa restaurant called blue but then the celebrity seat is the next level up so that's why we booked that which was smaller than a one bedroom configuration was definitely not the same because we didn't get two bathrooms But the next level above that is the Royal Suite, which is much bigger. And it's actually bigger than even the one bedroom. So, but then there's this more, a lot more expensive. So I decided to kind of save a little, you know, at least a few thousand (laughs) by not booking the Royal Suite. But next time, I think I actually would go that down that path. The Royal Suite is actually 687 square feet with a 72 foot veranda, but it's really big. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really nice. I mean, if you check out some of the pictures of it, it's gorgeous. The celebrity suite, for our needs, at least, it only the max it can take is three people anyways. And the third person sleeps. It's not even a sofa bed. The bed, the, the, the sofa has a trundle. It pulls out and then our, and there's like a mattress there. It's a trundle bed, which was fine for our son, but I can't imagine if you're kind of a larger person. <laughs> <laughs> taller, bigger in any way, that would probably not be the most comfortable. And you're right there above the ground practically. So obviously he's not sleeping on the floor, but he's right above the floor there. So I was not a fan of that, but you know, it was what it was. And you know, it was fine for my son who's like 11. <laughs> I felt like they also had a like three outlets in the whole stateroom that could be used. And that oh, was a little God. annoying oh, wow. too. <laughs> that was very annoying, but you know, there could be worse things. We managed, we still managed, but uh, those were like the biggest cons. Well, I, I remember from talking to Chris in the concierge lounge ages ago now about, I think he stayed in something close to an icon suite, uh, maybe one category below, but they were like, bring a Peloton into the room oh, yes. if he wanted it. <laughs> And I was like, unbe- like I can't even imagine. Like at the time, That's Disney crazy. Cruise Line upgraded their internet, and I couldn't even imagine it. But but yeah, that was that was fascinating. Ganesh, once you get to the port, so I just booked my first ever Royal Caribbean cruise, and uh, we'll be going over. I think it's Memorial Day weekend this year with a friend and Nathan. Sam will sadly be staying behind. I'm not sad about it. Let me just. Put it <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, sad, not because of Royal Caribbean has nothing to do with that. I'm just like, you know what? It'd be nice to have a weekend with an empty house, just me. And oh, 
<laughs> and I hate I hate Empty House Weekend. Let me just say that because Sam has gone to Baltimore a couple of times to visit her sister and left me behind. And I'm like, oh, I end up doing just massive amounts of yard work. But anyway, so I'm curious in advance of this Royal Caribbean cruise I'm taking, like I had to do things like, I don't know, I think I bought something called The Key. I had to purchase beverage packages, pre-book if I wanted to do dining at the Hibachi restaurant, I think it is that we're going to. Is is that kind of stuff the same over on Celebrity? Yes, and then in terms is. of and, and then in terms of like, you know, like the key was new to me. I was like, what is this? My friend's like, go buy the key. I'm like, why do I have to buy it? Because it gives you early boarding. And I was like, what? They don't just board like Disney does and give priority to, you know, boarding groups or whatever it is. What is it like for celebrity and, and how much of that stuff can you like bypass because you're in the retreat? Yeah. So when you're in the retreat, you definitely get a lot of nice perks and that act include you don't have to buy any key or whatever. I don't even know if they offer that at Celebrity, but mm-hmm. um, you do get the priority embarkation. And let me tell you, this was the smoothest, quickest embarkation I have ever done in my life. They have a dedicated terminal at uh, Port Everglades. It's Terminal 25, I believe. And it's a special place. It says already outside retreat guests go here before you even get in the building. It, it, they have your, your own entrance. You go in, you have your, I mean, there probably were like two people in front of us and you can arrive anytime you want. Similar to sorry, anytime after 11 a.m. And I think we got there just after, I mean, it was maybe 11.15 or something. So we get there and you go through security. Security is like two seconds and then even if there were other people, like once you go through this other part, there's another door once you go through security and this, uh, you get your own person with the iPad comes right up to you like, hi, I'm here to check you in. And <laughs> they go and they get all your names and do all that. And it's like literally, I mean, we were, we were on the ship in like 10 to 15 minutes max. Wow. From like getting into the, literally rolling our bags into the the, the terminal, going through security and all, it's like 10 to 15 minutes. And even if there were people, <clears throat> they have a really, really nice lounge area where they're serving like booze and food. And we're like, oh my gosh, we could hang out here <laughs> if we wanted to. But we were like, I want to get on the ship. We want to get on the ship. But, but it was it was so smooth. So I, I think I got distracted. But yeah, that's definitely a part. Priority embarkation. It was amazing. Same with disembarkation. And you get all sorts of like, I, I could go through the whole list of what you get in terms of perks, but like they have a, a the retreat has their own restaurant, which is something you don't get on Disney. Uh, it's a special restaurant. It's called Lumine, and it's fantastic. So they have their own menu, and you can even if you don't. If you want to, you could eat there every night and you can basically be like, you know what? I want tonight. I actually want something off a main dining menu. As long as you tell them in advance, they'll bring it. You know, you don't, you don't even have to go to the main dining. dining nice. Um, yeah. So there's Lumine. Oh, you get the butler service. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you get the, <laughs> this is a game changer. Well, this is the one thing that I like. The concierge hosts are fantastic. I don't want to knock a concierge host on Disney. They're amazing. But on Celebrity, we've experienced, you know, the prior iteration probably of what is their butler service. And I am shocked that Disney does not have an equivalent for folks staying in the Royal Suites, maybe even the one bedroom suites. Uh, so describe for folks this service. because I think it is impressive. It is Unfreaking believable. And it's every level too. It's not just, you know, so that's what, what's nice. And you're in the retreat, everybody gets it. So basically, you have your uh, butlers, I think, serve about, I should have asked, but I, I think based on what I heard, it's probably at least five staterooms that they that they serve. And it's not your stateroom. You still have a stateroom attendant who cleans your room and whatnot. But this is what was absolutely fantastic. We get on board. We actually went straight to our room and it was ready. It was ready at 1130. And we go there and actually our butler's in our room and he's putting balloons up. He's like, oh, I'm not done. I'm like, oh, <laughs> sorry. 
And then we realized he's our butler because we said that my son, my son was celebrating his birthday, even though it was about like a month later. <laughs> you know, you got to <laughs> celebrate something, right? So yeah. She's putting balloons in the room. And later he's like, oh, can you come back? It's like, okay, yeah, sure. We'll just leave our stuff here and come back. So we came back like uh, 15 minutes later and he was done. And then he came in and he's just telling us, he gave us a card, like his own little business card. <laughs> his name is Orlando, our personal butler. And he was from the Philippines. Basically had a phone number on it. He has like a phone, like he carries around a phone. I call the, you call the extension. If he doesn't answer, then his backup does because they do get to take breaks. <laughs> They're not 24-7. Right. But yeah, anything, literally anything you could want, they will give to you. Like you're like, okay, well, I don't feel like going and getting a coffee. Can you bring it to my room? Yeah. Whatever, <laughs> any, anything. <laughs> they'll go get it. Like, or if they want, you want, a, they actually bring, if you actually order in-room dining, they're the ones who bring it to your room. If you want... I don't know. I, I want you to go, go get me some cookies from such and such place or get me an ice cream. Those are, whatever you want, they will do for you. If you want us or if you want something like every day at a set time, for instance, like, okay, every right. morning I want my coffee and I want a, a cinnamon roll. Like they will bring that to you. Or if you just randomly call them for whatever you wish, they're, they're basically you want tea service. Yeah, yeah tea, you want tea service, service every you day. You want right? an evening hors d'oeuvres or whatever, canapes. Like they will do anything and everything. Happy hour, whatever your request, they're there. It was, I, you almost feel guilty. It feels really weird initially. Then I'm like, you know what? I paid for this, right? And, right. And <laughs> they, one thing that is also really nice, all retreat guests, the gratuities are included. But you can always go above and beyond and give them. And so mm-hmm. I did give him some extra cash after because it was just like, you are awesome. And you just so deserve this because you're doing anything and all these dumb things I'm asking you to do. But <laughs> You're getting I, me uh, cinnamon rolls in the morning. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So they're basically on call for you. And it's very lovely. That's their job. So the actual retreat lounge only has about two to three um, hosts. But you don't need them most of the time because you have mm-hmm. your butler. Uh, one thing that he did for us when we, you know, that initial meeting we had with him and, and he met with us in our stateroom too. Mm-hmm. He was talking with us and he's like, I told him, well, you know what? I wanted to move this res- specialty dining reservation to a different night. And I keep looking on the app and I can't find anything. He's like, oh, what is it? Blah, 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 blah. Done. Like in five minutes, he got it done, even though I couldn't do it myself on the app. So like, I mm. guess they have special things. Maybe they hold back re- dinner reservations for retreat guests. I assume as much, but things like that, they work that magic. So yeah, you get the butler. Also, when you book the retreat, you get premium. You're talking about beverage packages. You get a premium beverage package. So at the time when I sailed any beverage up to $15, now it's gone up to 17, apparently, maybe because they raised the drink prices. I don't know. So you get that. Okay. Depending upon what, if you go to up the next level suite, so Royal Suite and above. So we didn't get this. Royal Suite and above gets all your specialty dining included. So oh. that's a really oh, nice wow. part. We did we we didn't have that, but we did dine in one specialty restaurant, which we can talk about food later because that's definitely a huge highlight of celebrity. But we dined at Eden, and it was absolutely amazing. So let's see, so you get the, the that like I said, Royal Suite and above gets the specialty dining. Well, I'm, I'm curious, Ganesh, as we're talking about this, you know, what's the comparative pricing like between Disney? and celebrity for this level of service? Is it comparable or way or it's less expensive? cheaper. <laughs> it's less expensive. <laughs> That's just like what blows my mind. So it is definitely cheaper. So we sail during a holiday sailing and for seven nights, right? Seven night sailings are not cheap, especially if they're during a holiday with Disney. And if you sail concierge in a one bedroom, I, I, obviously it depends on how many people are sailing, but we are all, there's always three of us, two adults, one kid. I mean, you're usually paying at least like almost 20,000, I think, you know, like you're kind of getting close to that. 
we probably pay, I'm trying to remember, it was almost eight or 9,000 less. Wow. So that just That's incredible. Shows, yeah. Well, we did get a, take advantage of a promo. So may have, it, under standard prices, maybe it was, would have been 5,000 less, but even then, it's still 5,000 less. Big rents, but we yeah. did, they always have these promo, not always, but they have one going right now, actually. But like the celebrity does a, this um, second person sales, like 70% off. I think I booked that one. Uh, I booked it more than a year out because they, they, that's the best way to book a cruise anyways, at least one that you really want to do. So yeah, we, I booked that and say, and actually the price went down again. And I was in the, what happens when that, for at least celebrity and royal, if when the price goes down, either call your travel advisor and ask, or like you can call, uh, you know, try to get, basically they'll do a price adjustment or they'll give you onboard credit. I actually got an onboard credit. Actually, that's another perk I need to tell you guys about. Retreat guests will also get onboard credit depending upon what level, you know, how much you've spent. So we had, I mean, by the time we sailed, I had $1,100 in onboard credit. It was ridiculous. I couldn't even, wow. I didn't even know what to spend it on. So because we had so many things included. Wi-Fi is also included too, by the way, premium Wi-Fi for every guest in your room. So we could do three devices. <laughs> so that was nice. Oh my gosh. Uh, so there's a couple of things that are included and you pay less uh, Nathan for Nathan would right? love that. <laughs> How is that onboard credit done? Because you said it was based on, is it based on like what you spent to get in the door? I think it may have been a combination of the promo I booked. And I think retreat guests, usually they have it where it says, if you book in the retreat, you will get onboard credit because they basically it's you use it to work short excursions most of the time but i think you use it at the spa or, or elsewhere but yeah it was just it was a combo of that basically so and then my pr- the price went down and i got that what they did is they gave me onboard credit for the difference and the fair uh, instead of refunding you yeah, yeah so i think i originally may have had eight or nine hundred and then i got a few hundred more and the price went wow. down so yeah, much better value in terms of like what you can get for the money. Yeah, it's just, that's an understatement. <laughs> hey, DCL Duo fans, you know, we get the question all the time, should I use a travel agent to book my next Disney cruise or should I just book with Disney directly? And I'm going to tell you, if you have that question in the back of your mind right now, you should stop what you're doing and head over to mypathunwinding.com slash DCL Duo. The folks over at My Path Unwinding provide an amazing service. They are so knowledgeable and so friendly. We rely on them ourselves to book our family vacations, and they provide an amazing service. And the best part is you don't pay anything extra for it. Disney, other tour providers, and other cruise lines have built the cost of their commission into their pricing. So if you're booking directly, you are just paying that money back to the provider when you could be spending it on the kind of service you would get from My Path Unwinding Travel. You've heard from their agents on our show. They are so knowledgeable, so giving of their time. They know so much about Disney Cruise Line, Sailing Concierge, other cruise lines, other all-inclusive vacations and adventures by Disney that if you have a vacation in mind, they are the ones to book it for you. So again, head over to mypathunwinding.com slash DCL Duo so they know we sent you their way. Thanks, My Path Unwinding, for sponsoring the show. And with that, back to our episode. I'd love to know what the what the lounge and the sun deck are like um, on on, because I know, you know, obviously we talk about these on Disney. The lounge and the sun deck is awesome on the Wonder. It's awesome on the Wish. It's not as good as the other on the other ships. Let's just put it that it's, way. Hopefully yeah. the magic will be as good as the Wonder or maybe close pretty soon after it goes through dry dock. But we know on the Fantasy and the Dream, you do have a hot tub, right? But no 
there's no windows from inside the lounge. And so that's not as great as like it is on the Wish, for example. It's definitely um, awesome. It's definitely awesome. At at least at the level of what you would get at the Wish uh, for sure. So we were on, I'm trying to remember, we were on deck 11. Uh, We went up one deck and we were at Luminae, the restaurant. And then I think we went up another deck. Actually, I can't remember if it was on the same deck or not, but then there's the lounge was at a separate area. And the lounge does have beautiful windows. It's plenty of space. It has indoor and outdoor space. And it has an outdoor staircase that you can go up to the sun deck or you can access the sun deck through just normal internal stairs, go up another deck. But the sun deck is huge. You have your, they have a pool. And it's not like the little kitty, like six inches of water pool that you have on the wish. <laughs> it's like a real, it's a real cruise ship. Well, I'll say, I'll put that in quotes, cruise ship pool, because we know that cruise ship right. pools are not necessarily like standard pools, but it was a real pool with these cool, like, you know, those little hanging chairs that you can like have cushions. It look like little nests, oh, yeah. you know, they have yeah. those going on. They had little, cab- almost like cabanas, but they're first come first serve. Tons of, tons of loungers. I felt like the pool area though, maybe when I, when I accessed it on the wish, I felt like there weren't that many people there probably because it's such a crappy pool, but, (laughs) but it was, you know, pretty solid amount of people on that, on the, um, Apex's uh, retreat pool, but there's also a nice bar area with seating, outdoor bar. It's like outdoor bar. There's an indoor bar in the lounge, tons of room, tons of space, gorgeous, and gorgeous design all out. And this is another thing that I really loved about Apex the design. It's very, mm-hmm. I, I like modern. So it's very modern. It's kind of interesting because you're going through the hallways and you're like, there's really, it's all gray, which is actually really yeah. calm, and, calm and like normal, as opposed to when you go on a Disney ship and it's like, wow, the color is everywhere. Look at this crazy carpet. <laughs> I'm like, actually, that's one thing that kind of drives me crazy. I mean, it's very whimsical. It's very different. It's very more traditional, I guess. I, I really love the the, the um, design of the ship. Lots of art everywhere, modern art, like from paintings to sculptures. It was just beautiful, just an absolute gorgeous ship. So Ganesh, I know Sam is itching to talk about food. I just wanted to ask a question about Luminae. Did you say, I think you said earlier, you don't have to make reservations even to just go there? Are they just, they can accommodate anyone sailing in the retreat class? That is correct. Actually, they they don't take reservations purposely. You just show up and almost always you can get in. It's, an, it's large enough that you should be able to get in. It's possible if you, depending upon the time, you may have to wait a little bit, but it's, it's never really a big issue. I think part of the thing is because there's so many amazing restaurants on board, not somebody's probably not going to eat and illuminate every single night because there's just so many amazing options. Like I just remember before getting on the ship, going through the browsing the app, you can actually see all the menus of all the restaurants ahead of time and actually try to plan out every night. So that's one nice thing is you can, you know, like each night what menu is going to be offered in, in any given restaurant. And I just couldn't decide. And so I was like, well, I want to experience Luminae at least once, right? Uh, so we did, we went there our first night actually, and it was no problem just getting in, but it is it, it, definitely plenty of room, no reservations needed. They don't even take them. And it's breakfast, lunch, and dinner, believe it or not. So all day long, you can have sit down service uh, there. Yeah, I want to ask, what are the other food options on board? We know that there are other things. Well, some things are included if you have specialty dining. You said it was included if you're at a certain class uh, within the retreat. But what are the other food options on board if you're sailing in the retreat? Luminae is the the food option for retreat guests. However, the whole ship, there's tons of options, even if you're not sailing in the retreat. So first off, let me go through main dining. There are actually four main dining restaurants. 
foods on the apex. So we have Cyprus, which is sort of a a Mediterranean themed restaurant. And then there's Cosmopolitan, which is kind of global, kind of New York-ish global themed. And then there is Tuscan, which is Italian themed. And then there's uh, Normandy. Normandy is a French themed restaurant. So they have a theme. And I say that because Every night in all four of these restaurants, these each of these restaurants has their own kind of specialty appetizers, main entrees, and desserts. And they offer it every single night. So no matter what night, wherever you are, you can always get that. Whichever, you know, whichever night it is, you can always get that if you want. So this is, is kind of hopefully doesn't get too confusing, but the way it works is so you can do early or late seating if you want. Or you can do what they call anytime dining. So if you do early or late seating, that's kind of like traditional dining as we all know it in in Disney. And you will get assigned a restaurant. And so that is where you will always go. You'll have your same servers. You don't rotate through any of the four. However, we decided to do anytime dining, which is super nice because basically you can go dine anytime you want. Now, you don't have to make reservations, but I highly advise that you do because it can get kind of popular. So what happens is all four, I mean, all of the main dining restaurants will offer every night of the sailing a different menu, but all four will be serving in the same menu that particular night. So let's say you get on on Sunday, all four main dining rooms will offer the same menu. Monday night, they'll all offer the same menu. So it's like the month it changes nightly. You don't have to worry that you're going to miss out on any particular night. Right. Um, it's like pirate it, yeah. night on Disney. Yes. Everybody's exactly. everybody's yeah. serving the same or the let the magic begin menu or something. It's yes. not when you it's only like the three rotational menus or actually there's like six of them. But yeah. in general on Disney that that are different. But you'll yeah. So this is where you're it doesn't matter which restaurant you're going to. You're going to get the same menu. Exactly. But let me tell you, there's so much. We were just like, there's so many choices. We don't even know what to do. I felt like I needed a 14 night sailing in order to experience all the food. So that was just the four main dining. So I think we did Luminate the first night. I do remember that we did have one night we did have Eden. uh, And that's a specialty restaurant. They have lots of specialty restaurants. They have like a steakhouse. They have something called Raw on Five, which is like sushi and Asian style food. They have like kind of like a pub place. They have a place that's like a French bistro style. Yeah. So like there's a whole bunch of variety of things. But Eden is kind of like one of these premier restaurants that they have and is so worth it. And let me describe it to you. It's like in the after the ship, all it's like multi-story, all these windows on the back. So can you imagine like dining and seeing like, you know, while you're sailing and you see like the wake of the ship while you're mm-hmm. sailing and it's set up like it truly is Eden where it's like this lush greenery and it's just, it's just gorgeous the way it's set up and they actually do shows. So this one thing we'll have to talk about is entertainment, but the sh- they do shows there, not during dinner time, but late night. So they'll have like these late night shows, like 10 o'clock or something. And they're very interesting. We didn't actually attend a show because that's kind of late for us, but we saw, <laughs> we saw what they did a preview of a show, you know, like five o'clock or something for captain's club members. And captain's club is your, um, like your castaway club, basically, or your like re- your rewards club that they have. I signed up ahead of time. So that's how I got the invite. <laughs> ah. you know, yeah, you can you can actually join. Unlike, that's another difference. Actually, Disney Cruise Line, you cannot be a Castaway Club member until you've sailed one cruise with Celebrity. You can sign up 
you know, you can actually start earning points by doing other things aside from cruising through them. They email you things and you can do stuff. But anyhow, yeah, we got invited to this special Captain's Club preview. And so we went to that and got a free drink and then saw the little preview show. And it was pretty, it was very, very interesting, kind of like a little Cirque du Soleil-ish, you know, some acrobatics mm-hmm. and ropes and things. And so it's a very cool setting. Service was fantastic. Food was absolutely amazing. Uh, I mean, some of the best quality ever on a cruise ship for sure. Was it like fine dining, like a Remy or an Enchante or or what, what would you sort of compare it to? I always look at Remy's menu. I'm like, half this stuff I don't even want to eat. Like it's just too fancy for me because especially dining, you could get as much as you want because you pay a flat fee. I'll tell you some of my favorite dishes. Like I've I've never had mulligatawny soup. I got it. I was like, what is this all about? I got it. It's like the best freaking soup I've ever had. And I'm not a soup person. Mm-hmm. They had stuff like mushroom risotto, which was absolutely amazing. They had just a huge variety of stuff on there. Um, a lot of it's supposed to be kind of a little... I don't want to say garden based because it's not all vegetarian. I mean, it's not completely healthy food because obviously risotto is not exactly the healthiest food. It's got <laughs> a bunch of cream in it, but it's kind of geared towards being, uh, it's not like heavy, like, oh, here's a big, you know, giant cut of steak that it's right. not like a steakhouse style. It's, it's a little bit more creative, I think, but it was just something about it. It was just, it was just awesome. It really was eaten. <laughs> Actually, one place I forgot to mention, they have a place called Rooftop Garden Grill, which is a very unique and interesting venue. We did not make a reservation there. Actually, they're so they were kind of weird about reservations because it's on the rooftop and it's open air. They do not always serve because it can get a little windy. But what it is, is like the rooftop garden is like a really unique space where it literally is this garden up on the roof or the top deck of the ship. It's just amazing like it's just the way they have it set up it's just all this greenery as real trees and real plants and stuff and they have really great kind of lounge seating and they actually have really big it's like funnel vision you have a really big screen tv there that actually during the day actually at night too they will do movies, like first run movies, like Top Gun Maverick. Then cool. they would show World Cup. They'd show NFL games. So it was a really cool place to hang out. When they weren't running the restaurant, they would actually just do it as a grill. Just you can go get some like burgers and fries and hot dogs and stuff like that. But that was a, it's a really cool venue that's available, not always open. You, it's kind of like you have to play it by ear. Craft Social is the kind of, like, I call it a pub, but it's kind of like a sports bar, I guess. They have mm-hmm. kind of like that type of fare. Like you can get fish and chips, you can get burgers and things like that. And they have, it's called Craft Social because they have tons of craft beer. So if you're into craft beers, that's the place to go. Actually, right next door to that is the French Bistro place where classic, where like every day they'll have like a plat de jour, like soup de jour and things like that. And just really cool. It's almost like you're dining. You have almost like your outdoor dining, like in a cafe, that kind of that feel. And they have great baked goods, coffees, things of that nature, just traditional French bistro fair the steakhouse too uh is actually it's called fine cut steakhouse that's what it was traditional steakhouse fair as you would expect uh so so that's when those are the i believe those are all the specialty restaurants um but let me tell you if you look at the menus for main dining I don't even think you necessarily need to do any specialty dining at all, but it was <laughs> it was really nice to go to eat it. I mean, if you're going to do one, definitely do that just because the experience and the atmosphere are very different and very nice. Nice. And the, and the food quality in main dining, better, same, worse than Disney Cruise Line? Better. Wow. Uh, I, think, yeah. I think, well, the Wish is definitely going to have the best 
out of all the ships, I, at least in my opinion, I think the Wish had the best food. On average, for the most, I, I think everything. Like I, I remember taking notes on all the restaurants, and it was like this and this and this dish were excellent. You know, like I'm listing like ten. <laughs> you know, I, almost everything I ate was excellent. Like it was just so good. I, I do want to spend a second on shows, Ganesh. Can you do the compare and contrast between like Disney's more Broadway style shows and what uh, celebrity offers on board? So they're not doing Broadway style shows necessarily. So what the, they're kind of unfortunately we only went to one show, even though I wanted to go to a whole lot more, there's just so much going on. And I think even on a seven night cruise, it's just feel like there's not enough time to do everything. But we ended up going to a show called Crystallize, which is in their main theater. It was pretty amazing. So if you're into really, if you, again, it was sort of like that Cirque du Soleil type of thing, but really amazing singing, acrobatics, amazing visual stunning effects. So like the stage is like a big circle that kind of comes out into the audience. This theater is like multi-level. So you have two floors, but you're not like packed in like sardines. So it's a lot more enjoyable in that respect. But oh, another perk of retreat, you get priority seating. So DCL Concierge started rolling that out in the past, I guess, nine months to a year where like you arrive, I think it was 45 minutes early to the theater. They throw you in through the back door and like you get in and you get to pick whatever seat you want, but you have to be there like 45 minutes early because they open the Mm -hmm. door 30 minutes prior show here. None of that. Thank goodness. They basically reserve a few rows at the upper. It's kind of like the front rows of the upper level balconies. You're on the second floor, Mm -hmm. um, which may or may not be the best seats in the house, but they're nice seats. So it's really, really nice. We just walked in 15 minutes prior, no problem, got some nice seats and it was great. So, so yeah, so that show was really good. Lots of great singing. They did a lot. It was interesting. They were redoing popular songs. Uh, and this is all throughout, like this, in all sorts of genres. Like they had like Sting. I'm trying to remember some of the other songs, but like there's a wide, huge, wide variety of songs they were doing. And it was just a really beautiful production. Now I do remember <laughs> Josh mentioning about the Royals show that he couldn't make any sense of it. Honestly, I'm not sure if this show had a plot either. <laughs> 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 but it wasn't but it was so impressive what they were doing i didn't even care like it was really good, well done like whatever they did was awesome and i was entertained so that's all that mattered mm-hmm. i didn't really care if there was storytelling it was just i, I think there was some consistent there was a little bit of a story because there's this one woman who was like always always in all of the scenes and she was by herself and i think she was trying to tell some sort of story but, <laughs> but I, just, I don't know what it was but I was entertained. I was impressed. So maybe I'm just easily entertained. I don't know, but um, <laughs> I really liked it. But other shows that they have that we did not attend, and they have them in different venues. It's not just this big theater. They have a more intimate area that I would kind of compare it to Luna uh, on The Wish, where it's like a two-story mm-hmm. place. They'll do like trivia or game shows and that type of stuff there. They did a show called Caravan, which I think is kind of similar in the sense that they do a bunch of kind of these acrobatics and kind of like a talent, I don't want to say talent show, but it's this kind of thing where they're like all these interesting, like physical things that they are doing uh, on yeah, stage. Yeah, like a variety, yeah. variety yeah, type something, show. Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And then, like I mentioned before, Eden does shows late night and kind of, again, the Cirque du Soleil style and 
a little edgy, which is maybe why it's later at night as mm-hmm. well. So those were the main entertainment options. But they also in the main theater, they did they had another show that we missed. It was called Tree of Life, which is another production type of show that apparently have a big tree that comes out of stage and they do magical stuff with that. And mm-hmm. I'm sure there was a lot of visual you know, stuff that related to the tree and how what it does. And then they had like singers and things of that nature as well. And then the last night, which we did not attend, I think they did. So I think it's called Rockument, something with rock in it. If you're into music, like they do tons of like just kind of a whole, I don't know. Like hair bands. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just just all, all sorts of like singing and, and dancing and stuff to, to a variety of, of music. So sorry I didn't I didn't like go to only but one show, but it's like that enough was enough for me. Like this was amazing. <laughs> just so, there's just so much to do. Uh, and we believe you know, when you go do ports and stuff, sometimes you get kind of tired and you're just like, I can't go all day and night here because I have to yep. wake up early the next day for another port, you know, that kind of thing. So well, Ganesh, I want to do a bit of a quick rapid fire, but okay. not your Disney favorites. I want to do, I'm going to give you kind of a category and I just kind of want you to tell me Disney or celebrity in your mind, ah. like who comes out ahead. All right. Okay. So I'm going to start with value for dollar spent. <laughs> celebrity. <laughs> yep. I figured that's where you're going. Uh, stateroom. Disney. Only mm. because, only because of the particular stateroom I booked with celebrity. Entertainment. I wish I had gone to more shows so I could have a better answer. I mean, I I really love the Disney shows too. I, I almost want to say it's a tie because it's, they're just so different. I, I'm going to say tie. Can I do that? <laughs> Is that yeah. allowed? All right. No, it's fair. You totally can. Fair. Yeah, I think you're probably wrong. I know. I know. I know. This is my rapid fire. Not I know. Rapid fire. I know. Brian's making, Brian's making judgment the rules free. This time. Judgment free rapid fire. <laughs> Service. I'm going to say celebrity. Get the butler. Wow. <laughs> butler. It's all the butlers. But, but now, that being yeah. said, overall, I mean, throughout this ship, service was fantastic on Celebrity, just as you would get on a Disney ship as well. But the fact that we had a butler put it over the top. Oh, and I will throw this mm. in as well. Our stateroom attendant also gave us his card. He also had a phone. So anytime I needed towels, I just give him a ring and he's bringing towels to the room. So oh, I don't wow. think you have that going on on Disney. So that's, I don't even know if that's what wow. I assume that's with all staterooms, all the stateroom attendants have cards and they do that, but maybe that was just something that only retreat guests got. But either way, that was elevated. So it's yes. pretty nice. Yeah. Celebrity wow. wins on that. Onboard activity. Hmm. Tricky because it depends on what type of activities. Now I did mention, I mean, I felt like we didn't have enough time to do it all. And this was a seven night sailing. <sighs> it's tricky because when we were on Celebrity, I think we were, I was more focused on just exploring the ship and not necessarily going to trivia or anything like that. Although I mm-hmm. will say they did have a Disney music bingo, <laughs> which oh, I did not attend, but I saw it on the list of activities. I wonder so if I was, Disney's going to sue them. <laughs> nah, who knows? I was going to say Magic Carpet, Tree of Life, Disney right. bingo, oh, no, Celebrity. No. <laughs> Listen, they can't complain about the tree of life, Brian. That's biblical, okay? Uh, okay, fine. But but still, you're walking domain. right into a Disney lawyer IP letter. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I don't think that nobody's going to be able to trademark the tree of life. So <laughs> I don't know about Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, So that's really hard because I, I think it depends. For me personally, I don't know what to say. Because on Disney, I love, love things like Pirates Night, I love things like meeting with the characters, which by the way, was so weird. We're on the ship. We're like, 
we have so much free time because we don't have to go wait in line for characters anymore. <laughs> like, like every night, like, wait in line. Like, I was going to do this before or after dinner. Like, when does this happen? Right. Uh, That's hilarious. But I, uh, I don't know. I'm going to say another tie because I just think it's almost apples and oranges trying to compare the two. Jeez. Oh, wow. Disney, you're hurting. Um, <laughs> hurting. Uh, let me ask this. Just overall experience. All right. I, I think I'm actually going to have to say celebrity. Wow. But wow. if you had asked wow. me this, if I'd say, let me tell you, it's all it has to do in this moment in time. Because if I had done this, let's say my son was two <laughs> <laughs> or even five, I don't think I could have really appreciated or enjoyed the celebrity ship as much because not that young kids can't enjoy or a young family can't enjoy being on a celebrity ship. They do have a kids club, by the way, but it's not like an almost an entire deck, right? Like, you right. got yeah, We didn't even talk about that part of it, but obviously, you know, you go like on a Disney ship, kids are set. Like you could like dump them at the kids club, or if they don't even want to do that, there's all this stuff with the entertainment and the characters and like just so many things. Very family oriented, a lot more kid oriented. Celebrities not like that, but it's not like kids are unwelcome. Right. It's just a different vibe. It's a complete it's like you're in like a really nice hotel or luxury hotel that's floating at sea, which for instance, if you go stay if you go to four seasons, family friendly all the way, but it's a luxury feel to it. It's, I feel like it's maybe like I'm I'm sailing four seasons or something. <laughs> I don't know how to compare it. So yeah, that that's I mean, I'd have to say in this moment in time for us, our family, celebrity has won on that. Wow. I know it's heresy, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> if we were to ask your son that question, what what, ah, what do you think he would say? Because he that's a good. He's point. eleven, so it, mm-hmm. he's not you know he's not nine like Nathan, and he like, he's not five or two anymore, right? So I I, I think get- he would have wanted more. So the only thing that he, so they didn't even have like a basketball court on board, which was a little dis- yeah. The only thing that he could have done that was kind of like. Sp- Sports like because he likes sports a lot. They had a mm-hmm. ping pong table, like one ping pong table. <laughs> <laughs> and every time my son and him went over there, somebody was using it. So like that was a little disappointing. So he may have been disappointed in that, but I think overall he was very happy. Like he loved it, but he's not again, mm-hmm. he's not a kids' club type of kid. He just hangs with us most of the time. Mm-hmm. He loved the food. He loved the ship too. I think he was happy, but honestly, like. Maybe he might say he likes Disney better. I don't know. I, I I should probably ask him that question. Disney, you're getting beat out on food, on price, on overall experience Everything. and service. My lord, it's not not boding well. So. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I'm. That's why I, it's funny. Uh, so the the one thing that I I mean we have our experiences from like 13 you know years ago and and all that and I I would have to agree with you on on a lot of things as far as I mean the service we thought on celebrity was fantastic we thought the food on celebrity was fantastic although not so much the main dining it was more the specialty dining it was really ju- they only had like one or two specialty dining at the time and it was but it was like super high end wonderful restaurant but the one area I felt that they were really lacking was in the entertainment space uh, I'm happy to hear that it sounds like they're doing a, a lot more or a lot better in that area. But I'm not sure you and I would be on the same page on who beats, you know, who in entertainment. Because- <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I will say this. If you're a family that if you have young kids, 
definitely do Disney. I mean, there's you Disney cannot be beat in terms of, like I said, you go to main dining and your kid is having a meltdown. Nobody bats an eye. If yeah. you go to main dining and celebrity, because I do recall there were actually two nights. We must maybe have the same family in the same restaurant with us at the same time by chance. Mm-hmm. Um, they had like a toddler that kind of a little loud, which it was weird because I actually noticed it because there were no other kids screaming. <laughs> when you're on a Disney ship, there's this constant din, like this background noise of like kids didn't play. You know, it's just it's just yeah, yeah. You just don't how notice it, it. Yeah, but you know, it's just like one kid like yells or does something. You're like, oh, where did that come from? You're just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's why I think if you're a young family and you might have a kid that's like that may not be the best experience for you. And you may not be able to take full advantage of everything that a celebrity ship has to offer because you may be paranoid about your kid freaking out. Well, Ganesh, you, as we mentioned up front, are an agent with our fabulous show sponsor, My Path Unwinding Travel. And just to put a fine point on it, Sam mentioned up front that we have become so friendly with all the agents over there and consider them our friends. So I wanted to give Ganesh, you want to take a moment to tell people how they can find you if they want to book a fabulous celebrity cruise, apparently, uh, for the next vacation. Or a Disney cruise, or, or a royal cruise, or any or, other vacation that you may want to take. Yeah, you yes. just came back from an awesome vacation in Los Cabos. Mexico, yes, I know too. Did. So I know you book all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yes. Tell us I where love they can to travel. I love to travel. Yes. Uh, anyone who wants to find me, um, you can go to the My Path Unwinding Travel uh, webpage and go to mypathunwinding.com. My last name is Hobson, H O P S O N. You can find my profile there. Also, if you want to follow me on social media, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and I'm also on YouTube. Um, my, ha- my handle on all of those is Lux Travel by Ganesh. So L U X E by B Y G U N E S. So feel free to follow me on any of those channels and. Um, yeah, I, I'm still posting stuff from my like Disney wish, like, <laughs> they, like I have so many <laughs> pictures and, and videos. Like it's, it's ridiculous. Like I, I think I have over like 10,000. No, I think I have close to 14,000 pictures and videos that on my iPhone. Like it's ridiculous. So, oh my goodness. A lot of them have to be cold because I have to just haven't had a chance to edit, but definitely I have a lot of content to share with my followers. So definitely come check, check out my pages and, and you'll see lots Lots from me there. Fantastic. Well, Ganesh, as always, thank you for coming on the show to share your thoughts on your celebrity cruise experience. We really, really appreciate it. Very welcome. And thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, a big thank you to all of you out there for listening this week. We really, really appreciate it. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. We'd also love it if you'd head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. If you hit those five stars, that's great. If you leave us a written review along with a five-star review, we will be sure to read it on the air at the end of one of our main episodes. If you're hovering over anything less than five stars, we really want you to reach out to us so we can take your feedback. Best way to do that, head to dclduo.com to find all the ways to connect with us. It links to our podcast, our vlog, our blog, has all the ways you can connect with us on social media, has our Etsy store where you can find our fun beach bags and magnets that we designed as enthusiasts of each of the Disney Cruise Line ships, has a link off to our Patreon. If you'd like to help support the show, we really truly appreciate each and every one of our Patreons for helping to support the show each and every month, has a link off to our show sponsor, My Path Unwinding, where you can get more information about booking a fabulous vacation, which also really helps to support our show. 
all the things are there, including a way you can sign up to be a guest on the show if you'd like to share your Disney Cruise Line experience. Most importantly, you can always email us at dclduo at gmail.com if you'd like to connect with us, or you can call our voicemail line if you'd like to leave us a message. We love to include the voices of our listeners in our show. Just dial 402-413-5590. That's 402-413-5590. And that will head straight to our Google Voice voicemail line. The DCL Duo podcast is not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent or the great folks over at My Path Unwinding Travel. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with a DCL duo. Good night. Good night.